Welcome to the Winning Family Podcast with Rodney and Michelle Gage, a podcast designed to help you build winning relationships in your family, in your marriage, and with your kids. My name is Dr. Linda Travely, and I'm your host for the Winning Family Podcast. We want to say thank you for joining us. It would mean the world to us if you'd subscribe to the podcast, rate it, review it, and let us know if you find the content helpful and encouraging. And also be sure to share these episodes with your friends. At the end of today's podcast, we've got something special for you. We're going to share with you how you can get a free copy of Rodney Gage's new book called The Double Win. It'll help you win at work and at home. And we want to get a copy to you completely free. Did you hear me? Free, right? We like free. Today, I am joined with an incredible couple, Rodney and Michelle Gage, and we're going to be talking about what to do when a marriage ends. Very difficult topic, wow. but yes. I know you guys can tackle it. This is going to be helpful to so many people. So so what do you do when a marriage ends? Yeah. Well, this is a, uh, this is a big... Um, question and, and unfortunate, it's a, it's a, it's a big a reality that many couples face, yeah. you know, if <laughs> stats still, um, you know, are, are what they've been for a long time, you know, one out of two, basically 50% of all marriages end in divorce. Mm. And that's not even necessarily, um, you know, true of just a certain, you know, demographic or, as relates to even those outside of the church, that's also consistent with those even inside the church for those, you know, who may consider themselves to be, you know, churchgoers and Christians. So non-Christian, Christian alike still are faced with this dilemma. And, you know, unfortunately, there are a lot of circumstances and stories and challenges that, you know, couples face. Um, and a lot of Couples, they get started off maybe from the very beginning on the wrong foot. Uh, maybe they didn't go through, you know, proper um, foundational, um, you know, support and counseling and, and maybe mentoring to help set them up for success. Some may have gotten married for, you want to call it the wrong reasons, what, whatever their motivations were. And then all of a sudden they find themselves, you know, now you know, going their separate ways. Yeah. Or there may be a situation where, in fact, studies now show that one of the fastest growing trends um, when it comes to divorce are those over 50 years of age. So what's interesting is that more and more people, sadly and unfortunately, are seeing this issue become a reality in their lives, and that's the issue of divorce. So to answer your question, you know, what do they do? And I think... That's obviously what we want to unpack and kind of give some guidance to because what, right out of the gate, we just want to say, does it mean that life is over? Right. Does it mean that there's no more hope? There's no purpose? There's no meaning? There's no sense of destiny left for your life? Because that's a lie. Mm -hmm. that, that, you know, that's what the devil wants people to believe. Right. But at the end of the day, you know, those are real hurts and struggles and challenges right. and um, it's confusing. It's scary. And what we want to do is we just want to come alongside first and foremost and just encourage anybody right out of the gate. Right. Whatever you do, get help. Mm -hmm. Seek help. Find a professional. Find a godly, wise individual or couple, somebody that you can bear your soul to. Mm -hmm. Somebody that will listen. Somebody that won't judge 
somebody who will truly listen with their heart, who will be empathetic, but also help you navigate through the damaged emotions, you know, that you are experiencing because of the fact that now you are divorced. Right, right. And it could be for a myriad of reasons why somebody ends up getting a divorce, a couple ends up getting a divorce. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, divorce does not necessarily mean that life is over. That's good. So That's they good. gotta they gotta seek help. They can't try to take on the next season, the next chapter alone. They gotta first and foremost get healing mm -hmm. in their life. Right. So the first thing you suggest then is obviously get help. Yeah. And then number two Accept reality. Yeah. Wow. Accept reality. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say about that? Well, the reality is life is going to be different. Man. You know, and so depending on how long, you know, a couple has been married, you know, whether it was for a year, um, whether it was for 10 years, 25 years, you know, the longer a couple has been married, the more difficult it's going to be mm -hmm. because the reality is that everything changes. Yeah, yeah. And um, so there's a lot of relationships, there's a lot of memories, there's a lot of tangible things. Um, life is different, mm -hmm. life is different. Mm -hmm. And so you can't run from that, we can't mm -hmm. hide from that. That is, we, ha we have to confront reality. And the question is, are we going to allow that circumstance to cause us to be bitter? Mm -hmm. Or are we going to allow it to help us to grow to be better? Right. It's right. a choice that we make, right. but life is going to be different. Yes. And that's why we got to start first and foremost by getting help. Mm -hmm. Somebody that can help lay out a plan, help us you know, navigate through wise decisions so that we set ourselves up for spiritual and emotional and relational health mm -hmm. in our lives. Mm -hmm. You know, as I've spoken with um, some young women and women in different seasons in their lives, um, you know, it's interesting out of COVID, we've seen quite a few relationship breakups, mm -hmm. families broken down and things came out that you just didn't know or didn't want to accept. And during COVID or, you know, while we were in lockdown and then coming out of that, the emotions, everything that everyone's been going through, you know, some things, some marriages have fallen apart. And when you say get help, seek help, I think also of some of the women that I've talked to, it's almost like when you're on the airplane and they're telling you, put your mask on first and then help your children or those that are next to you. Uh, it's so important that you get your mask on, that you get your oxygen, that you get that help um, that you need because you. A part of accepting reality is the children in your your family that what is going to happen in that situation mm -hmm. as well, mm -hmm. and so you've got to take care of yourself, mm -hmm. uh, get yourself on a firm foundation, mm -hmm. you know, spiritually, just get some help that you need so that then you can in reality look at the situation that you have with your family and your children and the help that you're going to need to give them as well mm -hmm. because it's not just you normally they're you know in a family situation mm -hmm. there's there are others that are also going to need help that's right so. that's right so important it's one last thing that to add to that that's important and that that is just the whole issue here is perspective mm -hmm. because when mm -hmm. you are 
when you, when you are in the thick of it all, there's so much going on. Your world has just been literally shattered. And so it's like the old saying, sometimes you can't see the forest because right. of all the trees. Right. You need somebody who can speak into your circumstances. That's why reality sometimes is hard for us to, to accept, but we have to have somebody who can just really see things from a different point of view, help you navigate from a mm -hmm. different perspective so that you can kind of clear your mind, you know, empty out your heart, which we'll talk about here in just a second, but ultimately just really seek perspective and not just from the human level, but also see it from God's perspective mm. when it comes to seeing things from his point of view mm -hmm. and realizing that God loves us. Yeah. Right. He's not forsaken us. He's not abandoned us. God is not mad at us. Mm. You know, God is there for us. Yeah. That's huge. It's huge. And when somebody's mm. walking through that, man, the pain that they are, you know, experiencing in the moment, just they're numb, you know? And so they need somebody who really can just speak life, give perspective, and then ultimately just give direction on steps that they can begin taking to rebuild their life. Mm -hmm. And um, well, As so you important. were talking about that, it made me think of the scripture, just want to speak it out, that he is our ever-present help in mm -hmm. time of trouble. Mm -hmm. And he's, he's always, always there in our life. I love that that goes into your next suggestion, which is cry out to God, mm. right? Mm -hmm. yeah. And and sometimes we become so uh, maybe afraid to cry out to God when we feel we've failed. Mm -hmm. So how would you encourage folks to approach God mm -hmm. when they need him after the marriage has ended? Yeah. Psalm 51 is probably one of the greatest passages of scripture um because it was you know speaking of failure it was you know basically king david's you know mm -hmm. confession and prayer where he was going before the lord crying out to god in that way and tr totally just being you know transparent before god and the thing we need to understand is that god can take it if we want to cry out in anger if we want to whatever emotion we want to express who better to go to than god who right. knows us who understands us who can relate to us who's empathetic toward us and that's the one thing that god wants more than anything is for us to come to him yes so he doesn't need to be our last resort he needs to be our first response mm -hmm. so when we go to him for our first response and we go to him as our healer as we go to him for our as our provider, as we go to him for our for our protection, what happens is is that we seek help, we seek refuge, and we find comfort, knowing that we are going to the one who knows us and loves us mm -hmm. and accepts us mm -hmm. the most. Mm -hmm. And what that does is it helps again, gives perspective, right. and it allows us to know that God is going to help us through. The journey that we are now embarking upon that's going to look different that's going to be a total you know adjustment in our life and lifestyle that is going to going to require an even greater dependency mm -hmm. upon god 
than ever before. Mm -hmm. So yes. it's not that we didn't need him before, but man alive, when you're going through the fire, mm -hmm. I think it's Isaiah 43, it talks about when we walk through the rivers of diff diff difficulty, um, you know, the Bible says we will not drown. Right. And sometimes you feel like you're drowning, right. but he's there with us right. all right. along the way. So he wants us to come to him. That's the reason why we just got to cry out to God and say, God, I can't do this alone. I need you mm -hmm. in my life, in my circumstances. I need you to help me in this time of need. Yes. yes. And so God wants us to come to him. Yes. So we're talking about what to do when your marriage ends. And I know your fourth suggestion would be to listen to God's word. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Listen to God's word. Yeah. How does that how do you uh, do that? I mean, yeah. yeah. There's a healing uh, in in his word. There's, mm -hmm. there's such truth in his word. When you mentioned David, the Psalms, there's so much where he's just crying out to the Lord, you mm -hmm. know, and he's asking God to restore him, to renew. He has to encourage. At some point he said, I have to encourage myself in the Lord. Mm -hmm. You know, somebody else may not even come around to encourage you. You have to decide, I'm going to get the word of God into me. I'm going to encourage myself in the Lord because our, our spirit is our responsibility. It doesn't yeah. belong to our ex-husband, it doesn't, the, so our children, they don't determine our spirit. We determine mm -hmm. the way that we, mm -hmm. it's a choice that we will make. And we can determine and choose to be down. We can determine to choose and be overwhelmed. Or we can lean into what we, if we say we believe it, then we need to stand on the word of God yeah. and to speak it over our lives over and over again. You know, in this world, you will have trouble, but I have overcome this world. Yeah. You know, just believing in faith that that God can take the most difficult circumstances, what seems to be the most terrible things and work it all together for mm -hmm. good in our lives. My dad used to talk about, you know, when you make a chocolate cake, we love chocolate cake. You know, he would say, <laughs> I love chocolate cake. He said, but when, uh, like Michelle's in the kitchen making the chocolate cake, she's got the flour, she's got the salt, she's got the sugar, she's got the raw eggs, the oil. Well, you don't want to drink the oil by itself. It's really terrible. You know, you don't want to eat the flour by itself. It's awful and you can choke and gag. You know, it's just challenging. And that doesn't taste great, but I love chocolate cake. So when it's all put together, God's working it all together, even though it may be some things that are gagging us right now or taste terrible right now in our life, a circumstance, situation that just is awful. But when it's put together and then when it goes through the fire, yeah. when it goes through the heat, God can use these things in our lives to work it all together. Mm -hmm. What looks terrible, what looks like a mistake, what looks like a an ending that would ruin your life, God can use it mm -hmm. and work it together to make chocolate cake, it's to so make good. something beautiful that tastes good in the end. God can use it. He's the a miracle working God Amen. and he can do that in our lives. Absolutely. Mm. God's promises are something that we can cling to when we go to God's word mm -hmm. um, because the other thing that sometimes people are vulnerable to when they're fresh, you know, out of a breakup, mm 
that sometimes they're they're seeking counsel from a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to a friend or they're going to you know somebody who maybe has gone through a divorce themselves. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. There's not a place for that. However, you know, the Bible says that our heavenly Father mm-hmm. is a wonderful counselor. And we need to seek professional help. We need to seek uh, spiritual help. But at the same time, we also need to go for to God's help through his word, because in his word are promises. And those promises are something that we can stand upon. Those promises are something we can claim. And God, once again, has not forsaken us. He's not turned his back on us. And so he's going to remain true and faithful to those promises, just like what Michelle just described in such a powerful way there in Romans 8, 28, that God does work together all things for his greater purpose. So the good, the bad, the ugly, everything in between, God can still turn something what the devil meant for evil. God can still turn it around for good. And so we have to just stand on those promises. That's why it's so important. We feed our soul. We feed our mind with the truth of God's word each and every day. Yeah. And specifically, you know, podcasts that are, you know, uh, different church services and things that that you're getting the word of God. Sometimes I even will take um, different plants that I'm reading on the Bible app. And sometimes I'll just hit the play button down at the bottom and just listen to the word of God, or I'll listen and I'll read at the same time, or I'll grab a devotional Bible that will explain it to me better. You know, there's all kinds Mm. of different things, you know, different books that have the word of God in them, the truth of God's word, just whatever it takes. There's music that has the word of God in it that I would highly encourage if you're going through a situation like this, that you just listen to music that has the word of God in it. Mm -hmm. Nothing else right now. Mm -hmm. Just fill your heart and your mind, your spirit, your spirit feeds on the word of God. Yeah, Yeah. that's good. You know, Ronnie and Michelle, when a marriage ends, there's so many different feelings that people go through. Mm-hmm. Yes. And in addition to that, you know, disappointment, expectations haven't been met. And then it's really easy to get into the blame game, right? So-and-so was, you know, maybe uh, he was responsible, she was responsible, she didn't do what she want, needed to do, do to be a good good spouse. And, and we just get sucked into this blame game. It wasn't our fault, it was their fault, right? Or maybe we are taking blame. So, so the next suggestion you guys have is to ask for and offer forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And that is maybe something that people don't think they need to do, mm-hmm. but how would you encourage them with that? That's, I, honestly, I mean, I think this is one of the most important ones because I have just found in all the years of, you know, working with so many couples and unfortunate circumstances that we've been on the counseling side of talking through um, so many hurts. What happens is, is that if we don't forgive ourselves, Mm -hmm. we don't forgive, you know, our ex husband or wife, spouse, what happens is seeds of resentment in our hearts will just begin to grow Mm -hmm. and they'll take root in our hearts and that will eventually turn to bitterness. 
And, you know, it's been said that bitterness is kind of like drinking, you know, poison and hoping the other person dies or, you know, bitterness is kind of like, you know, a striking, a striking a match, you know, um, it, you know, it's the problem is, is the one who's holding the bitterness is the one who ultimately gets burned. Mm -hmm. And so when you think about the just bitterness is so destructive. So when you have a spirit of unforgiveness, well, unfortunately, if that has not been healed, if we have not made things right between us and the Lord and between us and somebody else in our past, well, if we happen to find someone else that we remarry, mm -hmm. we get into a new relationship, we're going to carry a lot of yeah. those things into the next relationship. That's right. That's right. And so we cannot be at peace with mm -hmm. ourselves. We can't be at peace with our past. We can't really be in peace with life in general, with everything going on until we have truly really just made all things open and clear when it comes to just confessing our wrongs before a holy God mm -hmm. and our wrongs to someone that, you know, we divorced. Mm -hmm. And James 5.16 says it this way, therefore confess your sins to each other mm -hmm. and pray for each other mm -hmm. so that we may be healed. Yes. So we receive forgiveness from God. Right. But I really believe that we also experience healing from each other. Yes. So we really just need to be willing to forgive. It's not that we can't forget. We're always going to remember, especially if something was harmful or abusive, you know, that someone had to endure. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, we can forgive. Yes. We, we, we can make, make peace in our hearts. Right. So just for the sake of mm -hmm. sanity, <laughs> for the sake of mm. peace, for the sake of being able to live life in a way that honestly allows you to live free instead of incarcerated with bondage mm -hmm. from the past or hurt or just all the collateral damage that goes with it. Mm -hmm. Man, make peace with God. Make peace with your ex. Make peace with the past. God has a great plan and a future. Jeremiah 29, 11 is one of those promises. Yes. God has a hope and he has a future for our lives. And so we are not what we did. We are not what happened to us. We are who God says we are and that we are loved. Listen, God accepts us, even though we've made mistakes. I've made mistakes. I know we've all made mistakes, mm -hmm. but God wants us to come to him. So we confess to him. We go and we seek forgiveness mm -hmm. from, you know, our, our ex-spouse or whoever it is. And we just say, you know what? I want to live free knowing that I have wiped the slate clean. There is nothing that I'm holding over somebody else. I'm not trying to seek revenge. I'm not kind of, I'm not going to try to pay somebody back for what they did. I'm not going to try to make their life miserable and even the score. No, I'm going to live free knowing that I have been forgiven and knowing that I have forgiven someone mm -hmm. else that's brought hurt to my life. Right. That's right. really good. And you mentioned, I think, making peace with your ex-spouse. Sometimes I think that it might not be possible to make peace with someone. So we're on their end, they're making peace with you. So all we can do and all we control, we cannot control other people. It's mm, good. And the only thing we can control is our own spirit. Mm -hmm. So it's our choice. So I I have a, a beautiful friend that, 
that lost uh, her husband that was killed in the line of duty by another person and a man shot her husband and killed him. Mm -hmm. And just recently she gave forgiveness to the man who killed her husband. The man Mm -hmm. sat there never once asked for her forgiveness, but she for her children Mm -hmm. and for herself, she chose this is what we're going to do. We're going to forgive it not what he deserved, Mm -hmm. but that's what, Mm -hmm. that was her choice. And that might be the situation that you're in. And it's your choice. You have control of the situation Mm -hmm. when you forgive and you don't have to control the other person and you never will, but you can be in control of your own destiny, your own spirit. And there's, there's nothing more to life than than what having peace in our own heart. So making peace with God and with yourself, it may not be able to make peace with with the spouse, the ex spouse, or the person that's hurt you. But you can have peace in your heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's good. Well, forgiveness is certainly key to healing, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so, I know there's probably folks out there that are listening or watching, listening to this podcast or watching us on YouTube. And their marriage has ended. And sometimes it's really easy for a person like that to think that their life has ended and that Mm -hmm. it's over, right? So I love that you suggest to keep trusting in God's plan for their life, right? Because Mm -hmm. it's not over. It's not over. So how would you encourage them with that idea? How do you do that? How do you keep trusting when you feel like a big chunk of your life has failed? Mm -hmm. Well, I... First of all, I I love Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. That's one of my all-time favorite verses in the Bible, and I always encourage people to memorize that verse, Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6, where it says, Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not on your own understanding, but in all of your ways acknowledge Him. Put Him first, in other words. And then the Bible says that He will guide, He'll direct our steps. And I think what happens when we are now starting over and we've, the reality has set in, things are different. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we've made peace, you know, with our past, we've made peace as we were just talking about in our hearts, knowing that we have forgiven and we have, we have really made things right between us and the Lord then we also have to embrace the fact that, you know what? God has a plan, he has a purpose. And what we can do is we can take a pen, take a clean sheet of paper, literally a clean sheet of paper. And what I would do is I would write out your vision for the next season of your life. Write out specifically what your heart's desire is, what your dream is, what your, what your intended purpose is. That's great. And when you start focusing on the future yeah. and you start thinking about what could be and should be from the standpoint of how God wants you to begin making a great, listen, use your story to encourage other people. Use what you have overcome to help other people overcome. And sometimes it's not that we, 
always overcome everything. There's we're, we're it's the in the brokenness of life. Right. We, we we still are work. We're still all we're all still a work in progress. Okay, but here's the thing: write out your vision for the next season of your life, and understand the fact that we can rewrite the script. We we can rewrite what the future is going to look like, and realize that God has forgiven us, and we can have a clean slate. And I just encourage people to begin dreaming again, begin That's dreaming good. again. Yeah. Start envisioning a better future. You know, it's interesting when you're driving down the road. How we have this little thing. It's called a rearview mirror. And isn't it amazing how much we look in the rearview mirror? We're always glancing at the rearview mirror. And yet we have this massive windshield in front of us that is open to the future, but we keep glancing in the back, you know, we keep glancing in that rear view mirror, you know, for what's behind us. Well, my encouragement is stay locked in on that big windshield of what's in front of you and focus on the future because God is not finished. Yesterday ended last night. Mm -hmm. Therefore, tomorrow's pages are blank. That means that today you can have a brand new start and so write out your life plan write out your dream you know uh, another um, um, verse of scripture that i strongly encourage um, any couple or or individual to to write out is in psalm uh, 34 verses 5 and 6 where it says delight in delight yourself in the lord and he will give you, commit your ways to the Lord, and he will give you the desires yeah. of your heart. Yes. And uh, I think it's Psalm, Psalms 37, I'm sorry. So it's just so important that we focus on the future and let God do what only he can do. Stop trying and start trusting and that's let good. God do the rest. That's, that's good advice. That's really, really good. Can we pray over Absolutely. those that are going through something I'd like that? I'd love to. Right Let's Absolutely. Do that. So for those of you that are watching, um, we just want you to know, and for those of you that are listening, we just want you to know that, uh, listen, if you ever need help, support in any way, please reach out to us. And uh, and that's one of the reasons why we also have our Double Win Mentoring Program is because we just want to come alongside and help, help do life with you. So you can win at home and at life in all aspects. But we want to take a moment and pray for you and pray for everything you've been through, but also pray for everything we know God is going to continue to do in and through your life. So let's pray together. Lord, I just agree right now with Michelle and with Linda and for those that are listening and watching. And we pray, Father, that you would bring healing to the wounded hearts of both men and women that are still maybe just fresh out of a breakup. Maybe they're still working through just a lot of emotions and a lot of hurts. Um, I know it's easy sometimes to grow angry and bitter, and sometimes we can even go through life feeling like a victim. But Lord, I pray that today, that God, that you, Father, would be that source of healing, that source of comfort. Lord, if someone feels alone and completely isolated and disconnected, Lord, I pray that, Lord, that you, Father, Lord, would just be ever-present in their life and in their circumstances. Lord, you say in your word in James that if we come close to you, you will come close to us. So I pray as people cry out to you, as they draw near to you, may they sense your abiding presence, 
May you guide every step that they take. Give them wisdom, clarity, discernment, understanding as to how they can start building their lives and putting the pieces back together in a way, God, that would be a beautiful story. Lord, we know that you can turn our ashes into beauty. And Lord, we know that what the evil one meant for harm and destructive we, destruction, God, we know that you can turn it around for the greater good. So Lord, we pray for that, for your divine will and favor upon every person that's listening and watching. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, Good stuff. Well, as we wrap up our time together today, we want to say thank you. Thank you for joining us. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook because we'd love to hear from you and receive any questions or comments that you have. You can do that either on Facebook or Instagram or even on the iTunes podcast page. It's very important uh, because Rodney and Michelle really do want to connect with you. They want to answer your questions in future episodes. So just drop those below on those pages. And again, we'd appreciate it if you would subscribe, rate, and review. And as promised, hey, we're not going to let you get away until we share with you the way that you can get a free copy of Rodney's new book, The Double Win. All you have to do is go to thedoublewinclub.com. You'll learn more about Rodney and Michelle's family mentoring program. Sign up for that because the first 30 days are free and you get a free copy of this book, The Double Win. It is the ultimate double win. And until next time, we're here to help you win at home and at life.